Hey, 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 it's your girl, just call me Jay Nicole. And this bookcast is about none other than why, yours truly. But most importantly, it's about life with my bookends. So who are, or what are my bookends, you may ask? They're my wonderfully talented two sons, also known as my heart and my heartbeat. Without them, life just was incomplete. And I know a lot of people are like, eh, but one of the biggest things that I desired in life was to become a mother. And at 18, I was told that there was a slim to none chance that that would even happen. So when God bestowed them upon me, they made my life complete. And they hold me upright. They give me perspective on what life is and what I should be doing in life. They actually give me purpose each and every day. And because of them, I now have this podcast to share with you the day in the life of the Walkers, or more specifically, the day in the life of Just Call Me Jay Nicole and life with my bookends. Hey, 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 it's your girl, Just Call Me Jay Nicole, and I am back with yet another episode. So I'm, I'm continuing the conversation about the evolution of relationships. And by doing so, I um, forgot to attend, or well, I didn't forget, IG, Instagram, um, was doing a really, really crappy job of allowing me to get on and actually post stuff. So for the latter part of last week, I could not get onto my social media sites like I wanted to, specifically so um, IG. And I typically post from IG and it connects to Facebook and um, Twitter for me so I don't have to do it in several different platforms um, individually. But nonetheless, I took it as a nod that I just needed to do a social media um, checkout. And... By doing that, I also for, did not see the reminder to jump on to a Zoom event that I attend every week. It's called the Virtual Connection. It's hosted by Tiffany Ellis of Pods and PR. Look all of that up. And if you are female, tune in. Follow Pods and PR. Find out about the Virtual Connection. And this is a what my friend would say, a shameless plug, but you got to get into it. It's healing it is um, great um, content, and it's just great to be around other like-minded women. We like bounce things off of each other, but let me get into my episode before I derail this thing. The conversation that they had was specifically about children and parents, more specifically about moms and daughters is what I really want to talk about. As I've probably talked about in several different episodes, I am the child, the firstborn child to a teen mom. And I'm not trying to glorify that, but I want to give background and clarity about what I'm going to share with you guys today. My mom um, found herself pregnant at 17. And I hate when people say found themselves pregnant, but she got pregnant at 17. That's what we're going to say. And she had me roughly about a month and a half, two months after her 18th birthday. And during this time, again, she was a teen. She was at home with her parents. And my dad was seven years her senior. He was also married. I have watched 
my mom evolve in so many different ways. It's crazy. And I never at a young age even saw my mom as a teenager. One, I didn't know any better. But two, my mom always carried herself with so much grace that she really had the flow, the swag, as the people call it now, of someone who was much older. We did hit a bump in in the road as I approached teen years because, of course, I started smelling myself. And then, two, I went through a very rough stage in my life where I longed to have that father figure in my life. So the other part about that whole thing of my background is that my dad was murdered a week before my sixth birthday. But prior to that, he served time in jail on a couple of different occasions. And so I never really got an opportunity to learn who he was or who or what or when or where. You know, all those glorious details that typically you get to know about your parents because you live with them, right? Or at least spend some time with them. But here I was being raised by my mom and her husband, who's my daddy. I never call him Step. You guys always hear me um, speak about my stepfather, and I never put Step in there. I hate that word. He's never, ever, ever been a stepdad to me. But here I was being raised by my mom and the person who was not biologically my dad. And throughout my life in school, Things were pointed out. Y'all don't, you don't look like your dad. You don't look like your sister and your brother. You're the only person in the house who's dark because I was darker than my sister, brother, mother, and father. And me knowing that, yeah, he's not my dad. And then having them say that, it sort of messed with my psyche. So I went through a spill where I was, it was really dark. I actually contemplated death. I contemplated suicide. Um, But I was too scared. That's the craziest thing ever. And it was during that time that things got a little mucky between my mom and I. And it's some other times that it did too, but it was during those smaller times or more distant times, it cleared up very quickly. But this time, it just sort of just sat there. It festered. It got really stinky, you know, that death smell, you know, that pus smell, you know, that copper metal taste that you have in your mouth, that bowel feeling. It was like that, guys. And the thing that saved our relationship is me going off to college. It was during that time that we evolved because it was during that time, too, that we realized that We had grown up together. I had seen my mom transform from a teenager to a young adult until a grown woman. I had seen all the things that could be me in my future. I had seen the things that she tried her best to avoid. I had seen how she struggled. I had seen how she had overcome. And when I was in that dark time and she would talk to me, I couldn't see that. Because I was smelling myself. But being off and away at college, me and my mom, and I remember my roommate, Dietrich, 
always like joking about it. She's like, oh my God, Jay, you talk to your mom every day. I'm like, yeah, damn right. Like me and my mom, that's my homie. That's my, that's my homegirl, my ride or die. If I need something, she got me vice versa. Some of that ain't true though, y'all. I'm gonna let y'all know. But nonetheless, when I got to college, that's when things start to really evolve for us, our relationship. I realized those times that I sat in the classroom at Georgia Perimeter College in Clarkston, Georgia, surrounded by other college students who sort of kind of looked like my mom, but not really. When my mom would have me sitting in the classroom with her so that she could continue her college education while I colored on notebook paper or my coloring book or whatever it was that she gave me. I remember the friends that she gained. One person in particular, I remember her lipstick to this very day, can't call her name, but I can remember this lady's lipstick. I saw the friendships that my mom developed. I saw how my mom reached out to these women and stayed connected to these women. I saw how she grew, but I also saw how my mom lost herself. And it wasn't because she was trying to. It was simply because she was a woman, much like myself, who had children. Hey, 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 it's your girl, Just Call Me Dana Cole. And guess what, guys? I have such an important announcement. I know everybody is over there. They're running behind. I hate to say it. They're running behind Fashion Nova. When they're missing all the latest trends and steals at Cali Basement. Yeah, I know you hadn't heard of her. She's just that secret, but she's just that dope. Go over, hang this left, then click on that right at Cali Basement. K-A-L-L-I-E Basement. All one word. Tell her, just call me Jana Cole sent you and you won't be disappointed. Children, and she did everything that she could to be that mom that they needed. And when I say she lost herself, she didn't go out as much. She didn't spend time with my dad. She did not make herself up like she had before. She didn't do things for herself. She just simply was mom. And as I became mom, our relationship evolved just much more. Just that much more. I started to realize like, dang, my mom made this look easy, bruh, as the kids would say. My mom carried that burden and I call the bur the burden because motherhood ain't glamorous y'all and coincidentally I'm recording this on Mother's Day so shout out to you moms whether you are a biological or because someone somewhere looks at you as a mother figure happy Mother's Day to you guys but my mom did she cared with so much style and grace my mom got up extra early she would have breakfast many times prepared for us or would let us know, like, look, I have something for you guys to eat. Make sure you eat before you get on the bus. My mom worked jobs, whatever she needed. My, my dad was not always the stable person in the house when it came to income. So my mom made it happen. My mom came home. She cooked. She cleaned. Our house was nice and tidy all the time. 
We always had a house that had music going with plants. It had so much life. And all I could do after becoming a mom is try to embody that and then regurgitate it. And at that point in my life, I realized like I had taken a lot of what my mom had done and continues to do for granted. I learned to give my mom grace because again, she was 17 when she really became a parent. That was the age in which she became pregnant. And she took 17 years of know-how to raise a kid. Then to raise two more kids with a husband, go to school, go to work, make friends. The list goes on and on and on. And the way that our relationship continues to evolve is that my mom continues to be my best friend. My mom is even sometimes a checkpoint for me. Like, okay, get it together, Jay. Because if mommy was able to do that and she had one extra kid than you did, okay, then you need to dig deep. Now, I'm not saying that because one person did it means that you can't. You can do it too. We still need to know our shortcomings. We still need to know our deficits. We still need to know our strengths and our weaknesses. But if you want to push yourself further, it's great to have a check, a check in, a checkpoint, someone to look at, to be engaged. Like, whew, do I have any more left in the tank? Someone who will gas you up. Someone who prays for you, prays over you, keeps you covered. And even when you want to sit and have a little pity party, she's like, okay, let's do this. And you have about five seconds to wallow in that funk. And then she's like, okay, now what? I don't want to hear you say this again. I don't want to hear you repeat the same thing over and over again. If you repeat it again, then I'm going to expect for you to have a solution. I understand how you feel. We went through it. I went through it. She went through it. He went through it. Whatever. Someone who encourages you, someone who rallies for you, someone who champions you. And as I discussed on the last episode, that you have people in your lives who are friends for seasons, who are friends for reasons, who are friends forever. And then you have associates. Not everyone will have a mom who is their friend for a season, who is their friend for a reason who's their friend for forever because some of us have our mothers who are our associates. I'm just thankful that my mom is my seasonal and my forever friend. Our relationship continues to evolve as I sit here at 41 years of age. I see how things continue to grow and develop and if I had my mom here, which I wish I had a thought about that before I start recording to call her and get her on this particular episode, maybe that will be my YouTube exclusive for this month. She will tell you that on the flip side, I'm the person who keeps her encouraged. I'm the one who's her checkpoint. I'm the one who rallies and champions for her. And it's true, guys. I remember my mom. And seeing her lose herself. And I said, uh-uh, ma. 
I got the kids. I'm the oldest kid by nine and six years. So there were a lot of times that I could babysit and she could leave. I'm like, go hang out with your friends. I got this. There were many times I knew how stressful it was in the household for my mom to do all that she did. And I would say, I got dinner. I did laundry. I took on jobs to try to make things easier. I did whatever needed to be done. I helped with bills once I became um, old enough to have to really make some money and help help out. I did what I felt I needed to do to help my mom. And I continue to do that now. When I decided to go back to school to pursue my doctorate, little did I know I had encouraged my mom to keep going and pursue her own doctorate. So now we're both enrolled in doctoral programs. <laughs> and my mom leans on me to go and edit her papers, proofread her papers. No, mom, you need to go change that. Uh-uh, you know, I didn't like how that was worded. Okay, you should probably put this in a chart. Okay, this is not properly formatted. My mom knows I'm that person. But that's how our relationship has evolved and it will continue to evolve. And with prayer and with work, I pray that it continues to evolve in a positive way and that my mom never becomes my associate and that she continues to always be my seasonal and my forever friend. Mommy, thank you for always being the silver lining when I thought that the storm would never end. I am so very proud to be able to call you mom, to be able to be your daughter, to be able to look for you for encouragement, wisdom, love, and the definition of a faith walker. This goes out to you, Pamela Gordon Tarver. God bless you guys. I hope that for those who are listening today, who are moms, who wish they were moms, or who have mothered many, that you had a fabulous Mother's Day. And this is Just Call Me Jay Nicole, and I am out. Hey guys, hey, thank you so much for tuning in and listening into this week's episode. As I've already said, I truly, truly appreciate you guys for just being here and listening to the sound of my voice. As always, please stay connected with me. Make sure you're following me so that you can get the latest and the greatest episodes that I drop every Wednesday for you. Just you. Yes, yes, you. And make sure you're connecting with me on all of my social media platforms. I'm on IG and Twitter as well as Facebook. On Facebook and IG, I'm on there as Just Call Me J. Nicole, and that's J-U-S-T-C-A-L-L-M-E, the letter J-N-I-C-O-L-E. And on um, Twitter, yeah, they just wouldn't let me be great. So there I am, Call Me J. Nicole. And again, that's C-A-L-L-M-E, the letter J-N-I-C-O-L-E. And thanks again so very much from my heart to your ears for taking the time to listen to me. And until next Wednesday, be blessed and stay safe out there.